It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1 800 858 858. Juliet's Bisterous Razors Ever now start from just $19.99 at Chemist Warehouse. This is Baz and Dizzy for breakfast on SENZ. Yes, that's right. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ. It's Friday, the 25th of March, and the team is on the show. We've got Kempi. He's back in here. We've got Louie Herman right up in the studio. And, well, you got Dagger down here and a hawker. Coming up on the show, we're going to jam-pack one for our fighter. We're going to finish it with a bang. Tonight is the night. The Warriors take on the Tigers with both sides sitting on the donut. Blake Ashford has worn both jerseys and he'll come on the show to give us a little insight and lead into what he thinks will unfold tonight as the Wowos take on the Tigers. Looking forward to a chat with Blake. And then after that, we're going to Waikato start racing preview. We'll catch up with Kozi Asano, who would have no doubt made a few of you listeners very happy or very, very sad. I remember that time down here last year, Christchurch, him and Tony Pike, five in a row at Rickerton. He was on a heater, was Cozzy. So looking forward to having a chat to him. And then just after eight, we start our eight o'clock hour, we chat to Dan Carter. He's announced he would be doing a kicking marathon. He's kicking goals at Eden Park for 24 hours to raise funds for the WASH program. That is clean water, sanitization and hygiene. And uh, you've got to understand that over in the Pacific, that is the leading cause of death for under five-year-olds um, with um, sanitization, dirty water. So he is helping raise money with the help of UNICEF and the Chemist Warehouse. So he's going to come on just after 8 o'clock to have a chat about that. And then no doubt we'll fire into some rugby questions because it's a big day for one of our Crusaders brothers who I know he's uh, got a lot of time for, David Harvilli. And also we'll chat about... The All Blacks heading into the World Cup. France, he spent about four years over in France, and no doubt he'll have a, bit, a great understanding of why they are playing so well. He would have played those younger stars of today and uh, seen what was coming 
for France in the future. So we're looking forward to having a chat to DC. And then to finish off the show, we want to have a Friday tipple, which is the week, because it's been a great week. It's been everything involved with this week. It's been all happening. We've been up and about having lots of fun. We've had some great guests, and we've had your involvement on the text machine and the call lines, and we want that again today. If you can, text us, double eight double three on the Temper Bedpost text machine anytime throughout the morning. If you've got any questions, any statements, if you agree or disagree, make sure you flick us a text, or even better, give us a call on the Kenatire phone line, 0800-150-811-LASH. Goal Friday. Oh, I love a Friday. I'm about to embark on my big weekend of super rugby. Uh, ripping into tonight's game, then heading over to the Chiefs uh, Crusaders game on Saturday. Anyway, that's enough from me. I'm going to go to the studio up in Auckland. Morena, Aroha, Joe and Kez, and Louie, Herman, Watt, and Uncle Tony Matua Kemp. How are you, Kempi? You there, brother? Oh, Bay, yeah, I'm back, I'm back. Man, I just thought, um, having to think about it, lying in bed about getting in there, and Kez walks into the Kez walks into the studio with a coffee, like first time ever, mate, I've been there for three weeks, he walks in with a coffee, and I'm thinking, <laughs> man, that's beautiful, you know, like McCafe coffee, first thing in the morning comes in, and then on Tuesday, walking there in, the, in that room, mate, as we said, was so hot, you know, and we're getting these these ads coming on saying ventilation let's have some ventilation in here and mate I get home do my Wednesday my Tuesday rat test and lo and behold the old two lines come up eh oh the old CIA oh. Joe is in there the rat the rat got me <laughs> he got me mate I, I'll, be lay, I'll be laid up in bed for just a couple of days but I'm back I'm back mate with a vengeance you're back you're back mate and yesterday you could have had a sleeping you could have had a sleeping but no you're up and about Listening to the entire show, texting the text machine. I've still got a text up on the middle of the screen here. Kempy asks great questions. That's from Tony Kemp. So you're <laughs> up, mate. You're listening to the show. Mate, are well, you feeling all good, though? Yeah, yeah. You, you're, look, not, you're not having any sickness or you're not getting too oh, sick? Oh, look, I've got a little bit of a cough. Um, just yep. feels like, it feels like I've got the flu, to be honest. Uh, a mild case of the flu, but um, the most annoying thing is this cough that I've had for... Well, I've actually had it for a little while. I've got a bit of asthma anyway, so... Um, no, mate, I'm, I'm actually not feeling too bad. I, like I said, it feels like I've got a bit of a mm. bit of a head cold, a bit of a flu, and I feel a lot better this morning than I did yesterday. So um, hopefully, I'm coming out of it. But I, hey, yeah, Wizzy, nice, I do want to say I did enjoy the show yesterday. I just wanted to, to actually put my shoes in the punter's shoes, mate, and listen to the show and see how good it sounded. It was really good. I, I loved the interviews yesterday. I thought I thought the interview with the um, with the Irish um, journalist around the boxing and him talking about your rugby career. Um, absolutely <laughs> fantastic, man. That was gold. Yeah, cheers, brother. No, we had a good day. We had a good day, but we, we got you back, mate, and it's going to be an even better and an enjoyable day. And uh, we'll wrap into it. We've got a good show today, and we're going to go see if Louie's all up and about. Louie Herman, what? Are you there, mate? You good? Nah, he's gone. He's out. So it's just me and you, Kempi. We're away. Dude. We're just firing away. <laughs> mate, there's, a, there's something going on in that studio, I'm telling you. Good. Got yeah. Joe running around in his little. What's I that? Know, Is that a 49er yeah. shirt he's got on today? <laughs> well, <laughs> it started. It started with the, the, the start of the music and the tease into it, and then everything started counting down. I was like, oh, okay, am I on here? Okay, I'm into it. I'm into it. Yeah. So it's just me and you, Kempi. We'll just carry the show. We'll carry the ship for the for the rest of the day. But no, nah, mate, it was a really enjoyable 
Uh, um, day yesterday, I really th- uh, thoroughly enjoyed the show and then ripped into a big day. We got a house getting um, spider band, so you got, got heaps of spiders out here. Like they all bloody grow their nests and, and there's, there's spider webs around the house. So we had a guy come in and do the spiders, uh, get rid of the spiders, eradication around the house. And uh, so we had to get out of the house for the day. So we went out and uh, we took the kids to swimming. Um, what else we do? We went out and took them to a little playground and had some lunch. And then we went and caught up with some friends and and just mucked around with with some mates. So it was it was a busy day outside of the house, but um, an enjoyable day with the kids. They always have Thursdays off, so that that is our family day of the week. Because on the weekends, I'm I'm out, I'm gone. I'm heading to Auckland today, and then and then Hamilton Saturday back Sunday. Auckland again Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, back Wednesday, probably back to Auckland Friday. So I'm away a lot. So Thursdays are the Fano day. So I really enjoyed it, mate. Um, you would have just been locked up, eh? Locked up at home. Any punts? Yeah, Have a punt yesterday? Nah. Oh, look, I had a look. I had a look, but um, oh, look, I'm enjoying it. You know, my wife's a, my wife's a doctor, so I'm getting you know all the all the best service <laughs> here at home. I'm supplements thrown into me, and you know, you know no, a, a kai being brought up to me while I'm lying down doing some work on my computer. Um, but yeah, no, it's been it's been um, it's been a good couple of days actually sitting at home, um, just mm. having a look around and get back on the on the sport train. You know, just following through what's actually going on in the world in the in the sporting world, mate. Just just even I don't know if you saw the game last night, but the Sharkies um, and the way they dismantled um, St George last night. You know, Nick, Nico Hines and um, Dale Furnikin. I, I just think you know those two signings for them. There was so much of Melbourne in that game last night. The way they were sweeping around the back and just moving it through the hands to the outside players and getting that overlap. Mm. Um, mm. And I just I was watching it and and I just thought. You know these guys with Craig Fitzgibbon, they're a dead set chance this year. Um, the way that the way that they, if they can keep those two players on the on the field, the players that they have around them, um, even a Matt Moreland, you know, who's playing quite well for this time of the year, um, they've got to be a chance. You'd think the way that they've played the last couple mm. of weeks. So um, yeah, mate, lots of lots of this is from from the NRL. This is the round so far. Like it's all local derbies, big games on. You know, South play um, South play Sydney City. Uh, you got the Knights. Uh, you got the Warriors and West Tigers coming off the bottom. You know, you've got so many good games playing this weekend. I'm really looking forward to it. Especially it kicks off tonight, as we know, with the Tigers and the and the Warriors. And mate, there's some there's some acid on the coaches. You know. All week out of Sydney, um, Madge McGuire yeah. especially has been copping it. I've just read Ben, ben Elias's, um article out of Sydney how how Madge had said he's going to get the old boys in and got, took them out to lunch. And they're legends, mate. You know, like taking Paul, Paul Surinan, Blocker Roach, Benny Elias, um, all out and Wayne, and Wayne Pierce. I think all out to lunch. And mm-hmm. mate, I played against those blokes. It wouldn't have been four bigger names in the game back then. And said, oh, "I want to get you guys involved." And Kevin Ben Lai said that was the last they heard of him. So, but he's under sh- a, 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 a ton of pressure um, tonight mm-hmm. if they don't get get the win. And one of the things in his favour is that they're playing at a Campbelltown, which is, you know, in the west, um, one of the biggest catchment areas of, of rugby league. So if they if they needed some motivation, it would be to run out tonight in, in Campbelltown. So it's not going to be an easy one for the Warriors. But yeah, I'm yeah. really looking forward to seeing whether or not they can get those two points. Yeah, nice, mate, nice. At 36-12, Dragons obviously gave the, the Warriors a, a bit of a hide, and then they get smashed by the Sharks. That just shows how good the Sharks are. Probably the match of the round. Fight, uh, Panthers-Knights, mate. Panthers take on the Knights tomorrow night, tomorrow yeah, evening. 
Do you, and Pen- and Panthers nice got a couple w- out. W- yeah. Panthers got, got a couple out. I've just seen their squad. Like they've only got three from the from the man, uh, from the grand final, three or four from the final. So Knights will be licking their lips at this opportunity they've got ahead of them. Because at the start of the season, we spoke to Matty, uh, Matty Johns, mate. He wasn't really, you know, everyone picking the Knights as wooden spooners. And now they've come out there two from two. So they're playing some nice football uh, to, to surprise a lot of, lot of the folk out there. Yeah, and, and you're dead right. And I, I guess that tonight it would really be, and Joey would be saying it, that this to them too as he's an assistant coach up there, is that if they can benchmark this game against Penrith and they can get the win, then you watch Newcastle grow another leg. You know, um, I mean, they played well last week um, and there was no ponger in the team. And the, the whole thing around their attack is that they're just having a decent dig. So if they can go up against last year's premiers and get two points tonight, Mate, I, I can see Newcastle sort of, you know, these are these teams that when we talked about where they were going to finish during the year, they'd be in around that eight. If, if the Knights win tonight after what Cronulla did last night, geez, you, you have to think, like, it's now the fifth, the sixth spot that those two are looking at, you know what I mean? And, and again, around injuries, around what goes on during the season. Um, I'm, I'm liking it. Look, I'm really liking the competition. I think it's evened out. Even in these first three rounds, um, rounds a hell of a lot. Yeah, nice, mate. Nice. I'm looking forward to uh, ripping in and, and watching some league over the weekend, mate. Obviously, big news yesterday. We've got to talk about it. We put it on our WhatsApp group. Ewan Aiken. Ewan Aiken breaking his contract to come back uh, to stay in Australia. And, and that has been that has been the thing. That has been the question mark. Because the Warriors have been based in Australia... It has, it has been probably a little bit more enticing to sign these Australian league players, that, you know, some, some players that have got a lot of quality about them. But now that they've announced that the Warriors are going to come home, you and Aitken has started the effect of the downfall. Do you feel like we're going to lose more because the Warriors are going to be based in New Zealand? That is going to be less enticing for these uh, Australian players to come back? Yeah, look, as I, I think what it does, it it basically um, confirms the the problem that the Warriors have always had, and that's getting players to, to come to New Zealand. You know what I mean? So, mm. in the in the past, when we've signed like key players, we've we've signed them, you know, at the back end of their careers. You look at you look at Campo, you look at Brett Tate, for instance. You look at Stephen Price, Ruben Wiki. We didn't get them in their prime. We got them at the back end of the in, of their careers, and we paid overs yeah. for them. Um, mm. So you know, people was, people would say back then, you know, it's really hard to get marquee players to come to New Zealand. What this what this does with you and Aiken um, saying, you know, I'm 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 going to stay in Aussie. Can you let me out of my contract? It basically confirms that problem that the Warriors have. So mm. you know, it's about what you do from here. If I, if I was if I was Mark Robinson, I would seriously consider basing myself in Australia. You know, we were talking mm. about identity. Um, yeah. I think I think when you're talking identity, you really need to to knuckle down and and work on what that identity is. And if it's to be an NRL team and you can't get the best players to come to New Zealand, maybe your identity needs to be built in New Zealand around our New Zealand support that's over there. Because if we're playing a lot of teams, you know, for instance, the Gold Coast, the Brisbane Broncos, um, out west, you know, we're playing Parramatta, West Tigers, um, Cronulla. Mm. Generally, the, the the stadiums are full more with Kiwis than they are with Australians, so we have just as much support over there um, that can that can help us build that identity. But the U and Aiken um, situation that came out yesterday, we knew it was coming. You know, we'd been talking about it for weeks that 
the players, once they, they know they can come home, are going to start to ask if, if, if they can be released from their contract. So it got, it got announced the day before that they were coming home. And then the day after, yeah. we get it in the paper that Euron, um, Euron Aikens has, has been, um, been released. Now, you know, you just hope that you don't get a heap of those other Aussie boys that are playing in there saying, look, I don't actually want to come to New Zealand and play. I'm, 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 I'm playing for you because you're based in Australia. So it's a, um, it's a bit of a, I guess, a, a, a quick, bit of quicksand for Mark Robinson and his club to deal, um, deal with because you, if you can't draw marquee players out of the Australian competition, under the current... Um, landscape that the Warriors work under with a lack of identity, mate, we're going we're gonna to be struggling for a long time. So my question to, to you, Kempi, is have we got enough homegrown talent in New Zealand to, to fill those stocks and, and maintain our identity in New Zealand? Because for me, the Warriors, they are, uh, they, are, they are Auckland, they are a Pacific part of our team. Um, so... My question is, the reason why we're going offshore to get these players is because we don't have the depth in New Zealand. When you look at our Super Rugby teams, we've got depth throughout our all five teams and depth through the entire sides. And so that just showcases New Zealand rugby has got a lot of depth here. So the Warriors, we've got one team and still we're lacking our ability to be able to fill it with homegrown talent. Is that Am I on the right line here? So we just don't have the depth here to be able to compete in the NRL? No, you're you're not on the right line, is he? You you sort of answered your own question there when you said in the Super 15 that you've got the talent that can come through and play um, at that top level and represent the All Blacks. I think when you're talking oval ball sport, you've got enough talent through this country, especially to fill a Warriors team. What what they haven't got is they haven't built local talent. They haven't built pathways of their juniors. They what they need to do is go out and identify their best juniors. You know then. I, I don't know how many Why times they I said do that. that. Why are they yeah, doing well, that? Well, they did well, do that. If you look back in 2002, they, you know, we had we had Sonny Bill, Manu, Jerome Ropati, um, Thomas Luluwa, Ipalama Luaki, Simon Mannering, Ben Matalino, Russell Packer, blah 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 blah. It was it was grabbing the juniors, grabbing them the best that you got, keeping them at the side, and building a development model. And if you look at what Full Gould's done at Penrith, what he's done at Penrith is he's identified the best juniors. He's put in an academy at out at Penrith, he's put all the best coaches around them and together they've all grown. And that's what New Zealand can do. I'm not saying they should do it. I'm saying they can do it. And if they can do that, then what you do is you you build this identity about keeping your best kids in New Zealand and then bringing them through and just filling the spots with players that you need as opposed to the model that they got, which is the other way around. Let's try and fill those marquee spots and see if we've got enough kids in New Zealand to support it. And that model mate, is, is not working. It hasn't worked for the last oh, 15 years. Um, and I think, I think you know, Robbo needs to take a real good look at it and say, you know, for the next seven to ten years, and, and again, I've said it, like, get a decent coach, you know, um, bring him in, let it, like what Phil do, let him develop a, an academy with all of our best juniors, all of our best coaches in New Zealand, and grow that team. And, and you answer the question yourself. We have the talent that fills these Super 15 sides, those Super 12 sides. So those kids, a lot of them come out of Rugby League too, Izzy. That's, that's the point I'd like to make. And if they had an opportunity to stay here in New Zealand and represent the Warriors, they would do that. What they don't have is a development um, because of our national body and our local competitions that keeps them in the country. And someone has to bite the bullet and do that for the Warriors.
Well, that, uh, that, that is the question there, Kempe, that someone in the Warriors or New Zealand Rugby League needs to take a good hard look at themselves and start, uh, you know, giving these kids a pathway so they don't have to bugger off and don't have to come and stay, play union because they haven't been given the opportunities that league hasn't been able to provide them. It is the question, and there is depth in New Zealand. Don't get me wrong, there's a lot of talent here, but because they're not getting identified and not given those pathways, they are taking off and leaving our shores. Anyway, we're going to go for a wee little break, and we'll be back very, very shortly. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Thanks to the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.